and we are back for season four. Kylie Dixon here, founder of the Northern Lass Lounge. And let me tell you, have we stepped it up a notch, lasses. So many exciting things going on, but most importantly, more amazing business lasses to chat to and share their stories. Talking about sharing, please do us a favour if you haven't already. I know people bang on about this all the time, but it helps us massively. Please follow our podcast or like it depending on whichever platform you're on and share it to another business person anybody who you think will benefit from us and leave us a cheeky little five-star review if you're new to lounging with the lasses and you like our crack then come on over to the best place on the internet where it all began the northern last lounge on facebook you can find us on instagram linkedin and there's a whole load of information on our website www.thenorthernlastlounge.com Today I'm lounging with our very own Mirren Brown, the last behind our bright pink funky fresh colour blast that's now recognised all across the North East. Mirren was one of the first lasses that joined the Northern Lass Lounge team and she's been here from day one when she joined in June 2020. And her skill and knowledge behind her amazing business, Mirren Brown Design, has been an absolute godsend to not only me, but hundreds of lasses in our community. We chat today about the importance of visual connection with your audience, the link between trust and someone's brand, and weirdly, people come into Mirren asking for egg stickers. Grab a pen and a notepad, lasses, because this episode is full of juicy tips. We finally got the Brandon Queen on the podcast. Hello, Mirren. Hello. Hello, hello. And I know this is a big deal for you because I know your feelings about video. <laughs> oh, yes. Just, <laughs> I've already said Chris was like, are you going to listen back to it when it like goes live? And I was like, nope, I'm not listening to this. Everyone else can, but I won't listen back to it. I hate my voice. So many people are like that. Isn't it weird? I think you sound totally different. Than what oh, you do? Like I listen back to videos and I'm like, oh, do I sound like that? Poor people having to listen to me. <laughs> Not poor people at all. You are the magical mirror that is behind our superb branding. And for people who are listening and not seeing the video, we're actually sat here. She's got a lovely level up branded top on and I've got the pink Northern Last Lounge. But there's just branding after branding after branding after branding that Mirren has created. So we're going to hear all about that today. Um, I want to say a special thank you, Mirren, because you're knackered, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely knackered. We've just got home from Scotland. We didn't get home till about one o'clock last night. So. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. I know it's a Saturday. It's sunny. So I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the Brandon juice, because I wanted to take this opportunity now that I've got you on, um, on this interview to ask some specific questions about Brandon. Um, but before we get into that, just let us know who is Mirren, what do you do, what's your business, the whole shebang. All right, so I'm Mirren, I'm a mum of two boys, live in the countryside of Northumberland in the middle of nowhere. My business is mainly branding, but I also run an Etsy shop, which I set up in COVID, which sells lots of stickers. Mm -hmm. I'm also part of the lounge team. Obviously, I've done all the branding, but yeah, that's it in a nutshell, really. Great, great. And you said that you've got two small boys, um, hectic, I'm sure. Yep, eight and 18 <laughs> months. So yeah, mental. 
I don't know how you do it. There's loads of lasses in the lounge on my team. And like people like compare themselves to what I'm doing. I'm like, this is my full-time job and my kids are like nearly 15. I am not like anyone else. So I've Yeah, t- it was it wasn't that hard when I just had Cameron because obviously he was eight, he was at school. So I had like Monday to Friday to yeah. just get all the stuff. But then obviously when I had Max, I didn't take any maternity leave. I just went straight in and just carried on tried to carry on as normal and obviously it's not really worked but just muddle through it and get do as best as I can really you see it hasn't worked long Mirren, but you still deliver the goods you do yeah it just takes longer and I have to obviously not take on as much because mm-hmm. you said you said and you've said it loads of times that you have to work smarter and oh yeah harder. oh uh, definitely how do you so give us a, a an example of what a day in Mirren's life would look like because you do all kinds with for the lounge. You do, like, as soon as I send you something, you're like, yeah, I'll do that, and it gets done, and you've got your own business and family. Just talk us through that a day. So it really depends on what day it is. Thankfully now, Max goes to nursery two mornings a week. He's going to start three, and I literally drop him off, drop Cameron off, and I come home, and I have a massive to-do list, and I just sit, and I get it done. Until I have to go and pick Max up from nursery and then that's it. And then when I've got him at home, it's just working when I can, trying to do as much as I can on my phone because I can sit on my phone whilst yeah. I'm working him, doing things in the evening. Obviously, Chris is really helpful in at the weekend if I've got loads to do. He will take the boys away and just let me get on with it. Oh, that's good. That's good to know you've got that support. Yeah. Um, do you have to do much planning then? Be honest. <laughs> Yes, like I will always have a huge to-do list and obviously then I just work from it and I'm kind of flexible when I get stuff done. So I don't go, right, today I'm going to do this. It's just when I can fit things in. And as long as I'm ticking stuff off, I don't mind when I get it done. Oh, I can sense a bit of Amy Martin coming out in your hair mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I suppose I like a list. I like to plan, but also sometimes I've just got to wing it. I didn't know that I thought you would be like proper structured. No, like I know Ruth were there like, I'll do this at nine till ten. No. No. That's not how it works. It's working for you, mate. It's absolutely working for you. And I'm wondering, because I'm sure you've probably told us this before, but what like is this kind of things you've you've always you've always worked like this, you've always kind of been able to fit loads of stuff in. So I'm interested to know what did you what was like your first jobs? Or have you always been self-employed? No, so when I was at uni, I worked for John Lewis for four or five years. That's it, man, yes. Yeah, and then after that, when I came back home from uni, I worked at John Lewis here, and then I went and worked in an independent restaurant in Newcastle. And I did that for five, six years. And then when we moved up here, that's when I became totally self-employed. And was that by choice? Yeah, yeah. So obviously I grew up in Morpeth. Chris grew up here, just outside Annick. Because of his job, we decided we wanted to move here and live here. Uh-huh. So yeah, I decided it was I would give up working, which I was happy about, and just f- fully concentrate on the business and being able to be there for Cameron when he needed picked up from school, any school trips he had, you know, anything that he needed, I was there for. So what was the first idea you had as a business? So my business came across really because I've always been creative, but my best friend, this was 
five, six years ago, was getting married. And she came to me and said, I really want you to design my wedding invitations. So I did that. Then I was like, oh, I quite like this again. Why did she choose you? Have you have you got a creative? I think so. I've always done bits and pieces. And I, I had gone to university to study graphic design. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Left. And then just started doing bits for myself. So then she asked me to do it because she didn't want she didn't want to pay somebody to do it because obviously you pay wedding stationery it's really expensive and she was like well Mirren you can do it for me because you'll just do a, as good job as anyone else will so when I started doing that and then I started doing bits and pieces for other people that I knew did some menu design for the restaurant I worked at and I thought you know what I enjoy doing this and I just kind of put myself out there to do things for people if they needed it I did lots of stuff for free to start off with. Ah, I was going to ask about that. Like, yeah. You have to, don't you, when you first start? Yeah, or do stuff cheap for people, yeah, just so you've got, be like, I've done this. Yeah, but I think one of the, it depends at what stage you are in, in business. We, us and the team, we talk about this a lot, don't we, about knowing your worth. Um, And you actually said this when you you, you wrote in about knowing your self-worth. Yeah. Um, and I think us, since the lounge was born as a team, We've all really grown in that area. Like as soon as we see somebody post in the lounge who we know has been going for a while and they start talking about freebies or prices, it's like the heckles go up, don't they? What's your thoughts around mate rates? I don't like them. I think (laughs) it's people taking advantage of you. Like you wouldn't go into a shop and be like, well, I know you, so... Mm -hmm. I can understand it like I've done it before with people if they've needed something from me and I've then got something from them like a swap I don't mind doing that because obviously I'm benefiting from it as well yeah. but mates rates no I'd... it's like a, like a skill skill swap I can totally yeah relate to um one of them ones though isn't it it's like I think it really depends on who it is uh-huh. like Obviously, if it was someone really close to me, I would do it. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to do it all the time. Because obviously, it's your time. Like, time is money. I think it's more of when someone asks you and expects it, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The expectation of you're just going to get it for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So listen up, lasses. Know your worth. We're, yeah. we're, we're all absolutely bossing our worth now. So you've got... You've oh, got... yeah, definitely. Like, when I'm saying I gave free stuff away, it was... When it was kind of a hobby, it was on the side. I was still trying to decide if it if I wanted to set it up as a business. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, no, I wouldn't do it for free. So this is interesting then. When I when I first set the lounge up, obviously I was doing it on my own. I had I had some help at the beginning, but the girl who I was set it up with couldn't commit. Um, so I was kind of on my own, wasn't I? Yeah. And one of the first um things that I needed help with. Because <laughs> my Brandon was shocking. Um, it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I remember, did I do a post in the lounge and just said, "Who's going to help us with Brandon? I need somebody to help us with Brandon." I think you were the first person that came and. Yeah, I don't know if maybe Rachel Sliger had also tagged me in it and said because she obviously I knew her before the lounge, uh-huh. and it's and I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it," because I think I saw it as a good opportunity, like a good exposure. That's, for myself that's the thing I'm getting onto here because we've yeah. talked about freebies right we've talked about doing things for certain people and like kind of the impacts and why you do it 
Now I'm going to hold my hands up here and say a lot of the stuff that the lasses have done for us, including you, you were one of the first people who I spoke to. You've done stuff for free. You, you created the branding. Um, you did our logo. Well, you, you pretty much just sorted us out. Um, why did you agree to do that for nothing? I think because... So I think I found out about you through Rachel. Mm -hmm. And I think, obviously, when you decided to set the lounge up, I think she must have shared it and said, come and join this. And I thought, well, this looks like a good, you know, a good group for me being a small businesswoman. And I think I'd been in it for a couple of weeks before you'd asked. And I think I thought, well, this is just a good opportunity for me. I think this is going to, I don't know. I just think there's something clicked with you. And I thought, you know what? I really like her. Like, I think this could go somewhere. And I thought, why not give some of my time and just, yeah. I've just had this conversation with Amy Martin because we're creating the um, Facebook group training. It's probably going to be out by the time this episode gets um, put on the podcast series. But one of the sections is about um, getting help when you have a Facebook group. And I remember me saying to myself, if I keep cont continuing like this, the, the lounge wouldn't be there anymore. It's just, you know what it's like. It is manic. It is hectic. The admin... The, the not just all the the admin side it's the question questioning of yourself isn't it you're like we, we're constantly asking each other questions um and amy as part of the 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 training we're talking about when you have to get help get help and ask for people who you who are around you and amy came to us and went and she probably knew that the, the answer right but she wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth she went <laughs> so when you got us to come in and help what was it that made you come to us? Right. Now, obviously, I came to you for you for your skill, first of all. Um, but you, I mean, tell me if you think if you think the same, but the trust that we have in these lasses is just unreal, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like we are a total, we are a team, like we all support each other, we all listen to each other, we're all there for each other. It's just, yeah, this it's just something special I feel like we are a, like a proper I don't know it's just nice like we're a little family it's nothing like it I've I've been in teams um you've been in teams I'm sure when you worked yeah. with John Lewis there's just something different about it isn't there yeah I think because we all believe in it and we're all we've all kind of got same similar like views I think it just yeah it just works we were all there for each other it's just lush it's lush isn't yeah, it it's, it is it's just lush we're like a little community in the community of the lounge and i think that speaks volumes for how we have created the environment in the in the actual lounge community because it's like it's like a, an extension of what we are yeah yeah definitely bit of a love fest there Mirren. it is yeah <laughs> but i am going to say which people might not know <laughs> I'm going to throw you under the bus here, Mirren. All right. <laughs> no, you are one of the most resilient people I've ever met. Um, I think you're really strong and strong-minded. Brutal at times, I'm going to say. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to bring up me being brutal. I think I'm just, yeah, probably too honest to a foot like. But, but... I, love it. I love it. Sometimes I go, oh, yes, here comes in brutal, Mirren. And I'm you like, you oh. love it. I don't, I don't think everybody loves it. But... <laughs> I 
try and read I try and read people I think like <laughs> I can know who I can say it to and be brutal to and who sometimes people need it a little bit more sugar-coated <laughs> well I think it's a good trait to have um I think I'm I'm a bit brutal at times <laughs> um but I think you have to be sometimes when you're talking to certain people like some people just don't listen or they're not taking the advice and you have to be very quite um forth forthright with what you're saying don't you yeah definitely um but with this whole where, where do you think that comes from is there anyone else in your family who's like that yeah I think yeah quite a few people are quite strong-willed like, we've just obviously been to visit my gran and she's quite strong-willed she's definitely got she will tell you her opinion so I don't know I think I've always just been told to like say how I feel I love it. I was younger, I maybe didn't do it as much because I was worried about what people would think about me. But I think the older I've got, I've just gone. You know what? If they don't like me, they don't like me. Hey, they're not my. They're not my person. So yeah, I think it's a it's a special thing to have when you work on social media because so so many people just fluff around things, and I think that's why some of your well, pretty much every post you do for the lounge gets so much interaction. Like, your quotes that you do are just bang on every time. And I'm like, there she is again. There she is again with her quotes. And you seem to know the ideal client inside out for the lounge with, like, your hashtags and everything. Like, how do you think you've learned all of that? I think mainly, especially in the lounge, I think it's because I am kind of the lounge's ideal client, you know, um got a small business I'm a mum I'm trying to juggle everything so I think when the, like the quotes when I find them I'm like well that resonates with me so that's got to resonate with somebody else yeah and you I think it. that's why yeah absolutely nailed just go back to um because I'm, I'm interested in all the transition between from when you, you you were doing wedding stationery how does it develop from doing people's bits and pieces wedding stationery to a a brand and business how, how did that happen so I think once I started doing design work I think I just started to look at what type of design work was out there what I could do I had a few friends set up small businesses who wanted logos and I, so it started off where I would just you know oh I want it to look like this and I would design a logo and I think I thought well actually what is the back you know what is the learning why why what is branding and I started to then learn more about it and I actually just found it really interesting the reason why we have branding and how it works and how visual branding works and I think I then just moved into that I don't I didn't even know it was like a well I'm gonna say I didn't even know what branding meant (laughs) so and I didn't know it was like a job that people did in fact since I've become self-employed I don't think I knew half of these jobs are people yeah I'm like god but it just does show you what how you can use your transferable skills to create absolutely anything and that's what I love about self-employment so can you explain to people who were like me and very naive what Brandon means so the most basic way to explain it is it's really your branding is how you make people feel when they see anything to do with your business. I like it. So if you, you know, if I said about a brand like Apple, what would you think about Apple when you, you know, you've got an opinion on that brand? It's more about how it makes you feel and how 
if you want to shop with them, if you want to interact with them, because you'll see some brands and go, well, that's not for me, either because of how they look or because of what their marketing or what they post about or their products. And this, that's, that's the most basic way to explain it. It's, it's straight away when you said about Apple there, I'm like, um, I'm just being distracted, Marin, by these amazing birds that are outside it on my tree, right? <laughs> Because up until this spring, and this is being kept in the podcast, keep it real. Up until this spring, right? I've had pigeons, and now I've got gold fans, blue tits, all kinds. You need to get a little bird book. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> mum was on about an app that you can do, and like you can point it at it and tell you what type of bird it is. Oh, probably, probably. <laughs> anyway, Brandon, um, because so many people think it's just about a logo. Yeah, people think, but that it, it is part of it. But obviously, if you do it right, your visual branding it should make you feel, you know, it should be how you, you want your brand to be described. So obviously, like the lounge, the branding is loud, bright, funky, fun. But that's what the lounge is. Oh, I love that. I love how so, you see what other people will describe you as. Because that, that's a hard thing to do when you're first starting out, isn't it? To go this is what I want people to think of my brand as. Yeah, it's. I suppose it's looking at it, an ideal client the other way, flipping it on its head and going, well, who do I want to attract? Yeah. And going, well, I want to attract these type of people, so then you have to then make your brand to appeal to that type of person. And this is, if people are still not quite grasping it, firstly, get in the next level and do, <laughs> do, do Mirren's brand and training because it's phenomenal but secondly look at the lounge like I'm a bit weird I'm a bit nuts and I'm a bit crackers the lounge is filled with other people (laughs) exactly (laughs) and that's what we branded I can't can you remember what I asked for when we had our little branding sesh I think you just said you wanted I think you said you wanted pink you wanted purple because they were your favorite colors and then you wanted something fun and funky and bright and in your face in your face that's what I asked for in your face yeah. and there's no surprise it gets recognized everywhere now doesn't it yeah it was like person from the lounge somebody was down York Leeds I've heard down south now with the legs people like northern last lounge northern last lounge see or yeah. like uh <laughs> there was a post was Verity doing it oh look Metro Center stole your brand oh yes those... the Metro nicked our brand and, and there's a bank I'm sure it's HSBC, was it? Who's nicked our awesome. Yeah. <laughs> totally nicked our yeah. our colours. <laughs> Just take it as a compliment. <laughs> so I, I think this kind of as, answers our, me next question, but um, I will cover it because I think it's a brilliant part of your service, what you do and what you've, you've given us as part of our training is the branding questionnaire that you do. Why is that important? And what types of things do you ask? So it's mainly just asking things about your business, like about your ideal client, how you want to make people feel like it's just, I find it really important just to kind of, it's a deep delve into someone's business and how, what, what it's all about getting to know them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because obviously some people I get, I don't really know them like personally. So it's trying to learn about them and understand their business so that I can then brand it so that they're attracting the right people. Bob. And what would you say is 
because people will hear this bandied about. I've certainly started talking about it a lot since I've been creeping about on TikTok. <clears throat> anyway, is there personal branding? What's what what's the difference? Is there a difference? Can you kind of help identify what? I think there is. I think there is a difference. I think personal branding is really important. I suppose more with a small business because people want to buy from people, especially small businesses. They want to know. Yes. Obviously, you've got your big, you've got your big brands that I suppose they don't really have a personal brand, but they're just so well known that they don't need to. Oh my God, you are so great at explaining it, man. <laughs> but yeah, right, I suppose personal brand. You want to like when I buy from a small business, I want to know the person. I want to. I think it's just a nice way you connect with them. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, yeah, I could be, I could be your mate, or like, yeah, I like you. You, yeah. I love that. I'm. Staying- but I do think. I do think they are different. I do think you can have you can have a brand and not be per you don't have to show like your personal brand, but I think it helps. And you can have a personal brand without showing your face. Like I know some people are not comfortable with being their face, but I still think you can show you behind the business. How? Tell us some of these because uh, I, I I would struggle with this. How do you how would you be able to I show it's just like if you've got any hobbies? Yeah. What you're into what you like, what you do, where you're from. Yeah. Anything that people can go, yeah, I totally understand that. Being a mum. Yeah. Like, yeah. Powerful. I I heard a quote the other day that said, your personal brand is what people say about you when you are not in the room. Yeah. So take note of that, glasses. Take note. And obviously there's different businesses, like I would say, the lounge has a massive personal brand like you are and I think that's why it's so popular because people get you and they go yeah I like her but oh or oh, hate this <laughs> oh, yeah well I suppose you can't be you're not everybody's cup of tea that's a good quote and you never will be yeah you and just gotta find your tribe yeah. and people get hung up on it and I totally get it we we totally understand it don't we that you know not everyone's gonna like you you will you will find your people if you just keep ploughing on. You will. Yeah. Isn't that organized? Same as Brandon doesn't, same as every part of business doesn't. You've got to learn it. But how better way of learning than a community of lasses doing it all together? Who are, who are going through exactly the same, who can give you advice, who can give you tips of how they have dealt with it, yeah. Yeah. So personal, Brandon, I like it. I'm actually going to nick that, I think, Mirren, <laughs> because... I think when I first started being naive and not having a clue about business and Brandon was there as a thing and like people would, I think you you straight away want to jump to these big businesses, don't you? And go, well, they don't do that. Like, for example, I know this is massive, like Nike, right? For example, Nike. Um, Well, they don't do that or that person's not showing their face. I don't know who the person is behind. It doesn't matter. They're completely different to us. They're not. Our... Oh yeah, I think yeah. There's definitely different stages of yeah. businesses and how they work. Their branding, like some of the massive brands, they're just instantly recognizable. Yeah, you've got to go like for like, haven't you? You see that you see the Nike tick. You go, well, I know who that is. Like where you, they just instantly Apple. You see the Apple. You know that it's just yeah, it's a different league. Yeah, they don't have to show like. A human who sat there going, "This is me, Nike." They just don't need to because it's so so big yeah. and all that. Right then, 
Here's a juicy question for you, Mirren. What's your... And we're going to get more into social media here. <clears throat> What's your biggest social media brand and pet hate? Oh, I've probably got a few. Probably the biggest one is people going on Google, Pinterest, and stealing graphics and posting them. Oh. Because it, it shows me nothing about you. Like, it's fine if you want to share something in your stories. That's fine because that's not your grid. But I think on your grid, if you just share something, well, one, you've taken someone's work. Yeah. Someone's worked hard to create that. Mm -hmm. And second, it just doesn't really fit with your brand. Why, why do you think these stock photos exist then? What's the point in them? Like, I can see the point of stock photos where, like, you've got photos and you can use them because obviously sometimes I use them but it's when they're graphics that specific you know specific colors specific fonts or even yeah. graphics that people have drawn obviously they've made them specifically for their business to attract that you know to appeal to their ideal clients their customers so you it's not really going to do anything for your business so do you mean like an actual I didn't like I didn't even know this was what people do do people go and like take actual for example George's calendar, like that, for example, someone could go and take a photo of that and use it. Yeah, or like you see people sharing our posts, you know, the like screenshot a post we've put in uh -huh. and then share it on theirs. And it's like, well, they're not going to, especially if people know the lounge, they're not going to go, well, that's not you, that's from the lounge, you know. Yeah. Big no, no, big no, no. And you can't do it, just go and ask for permission and then change it to your... Oh, yeah, your... like, yeah, yeah. if you found a quote, but make it so it matches you. Yeah. Or if you like something that is original, ask the person if you can uh -huh. use it, but don't just pinch it. Didn't it just nick it, glasses? Oh, well. I don't think people... Yeah, a lot of people don't understand about copyright and all that, but... Yeah, so it's a, it's a big one, isn't it? Any more pet hates? Any more pet hates? People not resizing things properly for oh god social media. So you you when you look at the grid or something, it's cut off or you, it's blurry or there's so many good apps now to do stuff that where it makes things look good that it it's not hard to do. Free apps as well, part of your phone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So learn, lasses, learn the size these aren't these aren't complicated things these aren't yeah. going to take you hours to do it's just i think it's just being consistent getting into the practice of doing it what's your thoughts on um people outsourcing um i suppose is, is it is it classed as social media or branding because yes i would absolutely outsource the branding service because i've done it um what i mean is outsourcing people creating graphics for you is that a thing yeah so people do i suppose if they understand your business they mm. understand you then i suppose yes you could do it but i think you would have to have a good relationship yeah with that person i don't think you could just go here you go yeah I don't get the the right stuff back yeah i i did that with laura so i did lots of um well i do it with you <laughs> you all do yeah. You do your own posts for the lounge, but you totally get the lounge, don't you? You get the lounge crack. Um, but I think with Laura, I built a relationship with Laura over time, like Laura McLennan, who's on the team. Um, and she does a lot of interacting and stuff for me, but creating 
like branded images and stuff. But if she didn't know us, well, I think with Loza, she knows you. Yeah, she knows the lounge. She knows the crack. So it works. But I think if you went to like Joe Blogs and said, "Here's the lounge stuff, create it," would you get what you want? It probably not. Well, I bet there's people out there making a making money off it. Oh, probably. Watch it. Watch there'll, it. there'll always be people who will buy stuff like that because mm. they don't understand. Invest, invest. It all costs more for a better service. Just invest in it because in the long run, it's gonna it's gonna be a way more effective outcome, isn't it? Definitely. Like I can totally understand if you're starting a business and you don't have the money to invest in somebody creating branding and you need to do it yourself. But there's ways to still do it and be cohesive consistent and have a good brand until you, you're at a point where you can then invest mm-hmm. good so you've also Mirren got an, a lush Etsy shop what's it called your Etsy shop say Mirren Brown Designs I love how you've managed to get your exact name across everywhere haven't you I didn't because obviously I was Mirren Brown Design Studio and that changed not that long ago because it was just a bit of a mouthful uh-huh. And um, look so professional. So I just decided to be, and because the bit my business is me, I tried to be clever and thought, do I come up with a name? And then I thought, well, my business is me, so why not use mm-hmm. my name? So I kept it simple. But yeah, I've got the name, same name across everything, so it's easy to find. So your Etsy shop, yeah, you can do a mint with. Let's have it. Let's have a talk about your Etsy journey. Then why did you choose Etsy to start selling on? So my Etsy journey started because of COVID. Obviously, COVID happened and small businesses didn't want to invest in brand and they didn't want to spend lots of money because obviously it was so uncertain. We didn't know how long it was going to last for, what was going to happen. So I decided, well, how can I make money from people? Obviously, people were posting more. Mm -hmm. So I decided, well, what can I do that's related to my business? Mm -hmm. That I can set an Etsy shop from and I was already doing like stickers for recurring customers anyway and I just decided to set an Etsy shop up doing that so did you just did you do what I did and just thoughtly winged it and went right I'm going to set an Etsy shop up. <laughs> I think so I think I might have actually spoke to Rachel Sligo about it and said have you got any tips yeah but I kind of just winged it had a look at googled stuff how do I do this and just tried worked out what didn't work so many lasses right I did the same uh this is the honest truth my Etsy was hideous hideous but people kept saying to us go on Etsy your stuff like it was all handmade handcrafted um Higher, higher end, which I couldn't get my head around why people were going to pay that much. But they do. And um, for me, me paintings and me print work and stuff. So I set Etsy up with no clue what I was doing. Had it for a year. Nothing, no sales. Right. So I had no expert help. I didn't know what I was doing. Flung anything on there and got myself so disheartened and, and down with it all. You've obviously done it <laughs> the clever way <laughs> by asking for help. Um. And, and a lot of lasses, especially at the minute, are blaming Etsy for fees, for all kinds of different things to do with SEO. But 
I think it's it's easy to point a finger because every every platform's going through a similar thing at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. So what do you love about Etsy? So what I love about Etsy, well, before actually before, this was well before I had my Etsy shop, I did actually try and set up a website for selling things yes. and it just, it bombed. I think I had maybe a sale and that was from somebody I knew. So what I loved about Etsy was that I had, the customers were all there. I didn't have to try and draw people in. Yeah. They could just look for my products. If they liked them, they could buy them. But also the fact of not having to pay for a website every month. And the setup for a website, the time that it takes you. Yeah. I had the same experience. I paid like nearly a grand out for a website that I never, ever used. <laughs> yeah. Ever. <laughs> And Etsy's got it all built in. Yes, there's still fees, monthly fees, but like, how do you, how do you make sure that you're not losing money? I obviously just I looked at priced my product, researched what other people were selling for, and went for you know a similar price. Made sure that I was making money. Obviously, I have it because I sell stickers. It's a low cost item. Mm -hmm. so obviously the margins are small yeah but I made sure that I was making money that I was covering my postage and just went from there well I know that there's millions of people doing stickers mirrors so how because this comes up in the lounge all the time there's so many people doing what I do I can't compete how do you how do you compete I think you've just got to be authentically you my designs are me you know it's what I create people are either want them or they don't want them and yeah. yeah and do you bring traffic from social media a little bit mm -hmm. but mainly now I focus my social media on my branding yeah and just leave the stickers to kind of tick over themselves I've got customers who come back who will buy again and again small businesses and other people and then again other people just find me through searching on Etsy what type of stickers is it that you do? I know you do my postage ones with me logo on. Is it mainly logos and stuff? Yeah, one of, I really random. One of my most popular stickers is stickers for egg boxes. For oh, like, you know, people who, for eggs, you know, for people who have their own chickens. <laughs> so it's so it's so random. I had somebody get in touch that I, I think followed me on Instagram and they said, I know you do stickers. I, I sell my eggs that obviously... Their chickens hatch and they uh, not hatch, but you know, mate. And... <laughs> yeah, so can you make some for my egg boxes to make them look nicer with like their farm name on? Well, this is interesting, right? So it's just, yeah, well, random. Don't you think, though, and this goes back to your branding and how you share bits of your life on your, your grid on Instagram and social media and like, I can imagine somebody who has their own chickens would be following you. Yeah. Because of where you live, you've yeah. got the idyllic lifestyle, you're on a farm. In fact, explain, where where is your house? So uh, we live on a country estate. Uh -huh. So it's in a, We live in a village called Rock, and it's a tiny little country estate. They have a farm, they have lots of farmland. Uh -huh. yeah. And you share that, though, don't you? Yeah. You show photos of like out and about around your house and your your, your garden and stuff. So 
it's no surprise to me that somebody has come to you and asked for that type of sticker. There you go. Brandon, nailed. Social media. Yeah, nailed. It, yeah it does work, but that's probably one of my most pop most popular one. Then obviously it's like logo stickers, stickers for putting on parcels and things. Yeah, yeah man. So you need to go and check out Mirren's Etsy shop for all your sticker sticker fun. Yeah. <laughs> um what is your relationship like with social media? Be honest, oh. I think this is hilarious how we all we are all in a team supporting people with social media, but we still have our ups and downs. Tell us yeah, what it's something that I enjoy sometimes, hate other times. Mm-hmm. I find it quite hard sometimes that I feel like I have to be there on constantly be on there. Mm-hmm. You know, posting every day. I've just obviously had planned to post the whole time we were on holiday and actually moved all the posts and thought, you know what, I need a week off to just not even think about, oh, I need to interact on my posts, make sure that I'm commenting back to people have commented on them. So, yeah, it can be a bit full on. Yeah. What do you like about it then? I suppose meeting people, building relationships with other yeah. people. Yeah. Love it. I think you're really good at um, like stepping away from it. I think you are. Yeah. When you go on holiday, you you kind of go, right, I'm going on holiday. I, w- I was going to post the whole time I was away, but I just thought, you know what? I never actually get a break. Let's just, it's one less thing to worry about. Mm-hmm. Another question about social media, Mirren. What do you think of TikTok? Oh, No. It's one of those things that when it came out, I like looked at it and some of my friends were like, I'll watch this on TikTok. And I thought, if I download TikTok, I will go down a scroll hole and waste hours of my life looking at stuff that's not important. Are you a scroller like? Can be. Nah, I've never gotten that impression from you. Like, yeah. the team are absolute nightmares at scrolling, but. <laughs> yeah. Not so much on my business one, but I've obviously got like a personal Instagram so I can. <laughs> scroll on that sometimes yeah go down a rabbit hole but not not badly but I think with TikTok I would waste time and I'm not into like reels and videos anyway so it's just not my and I know people say oh it's really good for your business you get loads of views but I'm the same mate I can't be bothered and I just think it's one too many you know you can't be everywhere yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree with the TikTok situation, but as you know, with the lounge generation and going to train young people, we have no choice but to learn a bit about TikTok. Yeah. So I am looking at the minute. I'm a bit scared of it, if I'm honest. It's about like, oof. Um, but when it comes to reels and videos, I haven't got time other than that's why I go live because I can get my point across straight away and it's done. Yeah, obviously there's some people that are brilliant at reels like Naomi with Rainbow Zoo. Yeah. Hers are just mint and she bless her a while ago said I said, Well, how do you do them? Like what do you use them for? And she sent me loads of videos being like, Well, this is how I do mine and like showing me how she makes hers. Oh, and it was really lush. And I thought, Oh my god, I do not have time to do this. And she doesn't like spend ages doing hers, but even yeah. what she does, I thought, I don't have. Yeah. It's like Chloe, Chloe Atkinson. She absolutely nails our reels as well from Field yeah. and Water. How do you have the time to do it all? 
So what's it works for some people's businesses and it doesn't for others, yeah. Well, it works brilliant for the lounge. That's why Amy does it. Oh, Amy's brilliant as well, but like I just like where she gets her ideas from. I don't even want to get into her brain, mate, quite. No, no. Yeah, so what 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 goals have you got? What plans have you got? Because you said at the beginning the little one's gonna be going in more days is that it now yeah one more one more day we've finally got they've got space for them to have one more day one more morning at nursery is that a, is that a win or are you, are you yeah no it's a, it's definitely a win i probably haven't got any more goals it's just giving me more time to work on everything i definitely think some stuff has been neglected at the minute my etsy shop's been really neglected mm-hmm. um i probably i'll Probably now I'm doing more branding stuff, need a website more to show that than selling. Just yeah, you what I do about, and talked about the website, haven't you? Yeah, and I suppose try and crack LinkedIn. You lass need to go on LinkedIn. I know. And I have got it and I have I do post occasionally, but I haven't had the time to like really focus on it. So I've just kind of left it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no point Mirren there isn't there's no point in stressing yourself out because as soon as you go on you you know what it's like you've got to go all in don't you with it with a yeah. you have to yeah. so hopefully with a little bit more time you'll be able to spend over there I, I mean I, I'm still farting about with LinkedIn it's just another thing to manage it is but well, that's it it's, yeah it's another social media and it's is it worth it for your business I think for mine it probably will be worth it it will, it will. And how awesome you are at ideal client. I think LinkedIn's filled with your ideal client. Like, yeah. Wow. And it could be that because I do that, I drop something else. Like, I don't really, I don't really post on Facebook. There you go. It's just what I post on Instagram. But, what, what, but then I love the idea, I love the idea of having a Facebook group as well to be able to support people. But at the same time, yes. I just know I don't have the time at the minute oh yes i was going to ask you about a potential yeah. facebook group so yes maybe like... maybe in the future not this year i don't think there's too much other things going on we've got obviously the level up we've got the lounge generation mm-hmm. we're all going to end up you know having our own teams of admins <laughs> <laughs> i bet yeah that's what's going to happen um awesome oh actually no have you got have you got a vision board I don't know. Oh, well, that needs to change, right? When we do our level up stuff. Yeah. Because I missed the one, I missed the one what Loza and Amy did. And I'm like, oh, I I really don't don't really know what I'm doing. So. I need to renew it. Because I was going to ask you what's on your vision board from a personal point of view. Have you got any, what's your goals personally for you and your family? Have you got like a holiday you want to go on or something? I don't know new car house what not really i think we love where we live yeah everything's just i suppose we're quite happy how we are probably more money more cash send me just (laughs) more opportunities but i feel like where we live we're really lucky the boys get to make some really amazing memories because of just where we live and who we know and yeah Cameron always tells me every week I love where I live I love where I go to school so 
Oh, well, that's... We're doing what... something right. Oh, it is. Fantastic. Excellent. You need to reward yourself for. So think of something you can yeah. bet yourself when you hit a goal. Yeah. Oh, well, the really, bad, the, the really sad thing is it's always, well, what do I need for work? I need a new laptop. Oh, that's a juicy buy, that. You know, expensive, though, because oh. I'm an Apple snob. Me too. I wasn't until you were like, get a Mac, okay, I will. <laughs> and it's so good because everything, like, connects to everything. Chris hates them. He was like, just get a, get a computer. You could get a much better computer so much cheaper. And I'm like, no. I remember, I don't think I <laughs> I remember when you blew me mind with AirDrop. I was like, well, Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. And, like, how easy is AirDrop that you just just do it and it's just there. It's just brilliant. And this is one of the things that I've said to lasses before is this was a big investment for me. It is for you. Um, I had a Chromebook and it was it was getting me down so much. I mean, Chromebooks are good for what Chromebooks are made for. Yeah. They weren't good for what I was trying to do with everything, with my social media, with all my photographs, with design and stuff, blah, blah. Etsy shop, it was just a nightmare. And although I had to spend had to save for it and, and spend a lot of money on it the amount of stuff i've been able to get done because i've invested it in a really really decent laptop has been phenomenal and it yeah you've just got to work out what what you need to invest in and what is good for your business and what's going to help you what's going to save you time yeah time is more important than cash man well definitely is <laughs> mirin we're at that point Oh God. <laughs> I'm actually quite slight slightly scared. So we're we're at the part that we call Why I Lass. Why I Lass. And I'm slightly scared because the lasses like they'll they'll tailor these questions to who the <laughs> who they're asking and they're, they're quite tame a lot of the time, but it's you, so I think the might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone will get, well, I asked Ruth a horrible question, so she'll try and get me back or something. Uh, and that's obviously see what everyone else <laughs> found for their questions that don't get asked. I'm going to, I'm going to um, own up here and say I've had to ask them all their questions again this morning because I took them out the spreadsheet because I thought Mirren's going to have a look at these and I lost them, so they've had to send Oh, me. no. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, I was praying this would come out. <laughs> and I promise they're all different. I promise. I, I, I don't believe you. Promise. They'll all be the same one. Oh. So it's from Ruth. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> She's horrible, eh? Right. Ruth says, Mirren, if you could be any other lounge legend for the day, who would it be? Oh. <laughs> That's a hard one. I don't think I'd want to be in your brain. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Who would I want to be? Phelpsy, because you're so happy. Oh, God, you've chose Phelpsy. How lush is that? I think, like, yeah, I wouldn't want to be me. <laughs> oh, you, you're just too mad. Like, <laughs> you're just on the go. I think I would be, I would be tired. <laughs> I wouldn't oh want to get in Amy's brain because I don't know what goes on <laughs> the time. Yeah, Phelps, yeah. because she's just... You're, you've gone specifically about people's brains, eh? Yeah. I was like, if that was me, I'd totally could just go down the easy route and say Loza because she's in Qatar. Oh, well, yeah, that would be the easy one. <laughs> I was thinking, like, who would I want to be, like, 
Yeah. Oh, gone on, Philpsy lass. Love her. Love she's her. She's just so, she's just so. I've never seen her sad. Yeah, no, bless her. When I went to see, me and I went to see Julie Reynolds yesterday. And she's having, like, she can't breathe properly, you know. Like, half the time, like, all day, she can't breathe because of all this stuff she's having problems with her sinuses and that. You know how she, she's had operations. And she still walks about with a smile on her face. Yeah, she's just always, she is just the perfectly positive person. She's just... Yeah. Oh, she'll be buzzing with this bit, won't she? She will. She will. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> I love the rest of them too. But <laughs> so, what one bit of advice, Mirren, would you give to another lass who was going to start a business or become self-employed? Listen to advice. Ask for help. Because I think when I started, I didn't, and I just tried to do everything myself, and. It didn't always work. People know. People can help you. They can give you advice that they've done it. Yeah. I think, how did, who did you go to advice from? Like, did you find people straight away? Because I didn't no. have any communities or anything. When I no, started. not really. I think I just kind of tried to wing it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it didn't really work for a long time. Surround yourself with people who were doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Hi. And who yeah, totally get what you're going through. Who can, who have probably have gone through what you're trying to go through, yeah. or can at least give you advice on how, how to do it, or go and tell you somebody who can give you advice, or yeah, or yeah, who can help you. Yeah, love it. Where's the best place to find you? You've mentioned your Etsy shop, um, Instagram. So on yeah. Instagram, is that where you're promoting kind of your brand and service? Yeah. Can you just tell us in a nutshell what somebody gets in that brand and service? I know you've probably got loads of different offers, but... I no, I don't have loads. I have a couple. So they all start with a brand and questionnaire so I can get to know their business. Then they get a mood board for like how their design will look. They then, what does is different on some of the packages is what you get. Different amounts of logos, different sub-logos and things like that. Great, and they just message you on Instagram, do they? Yeah, or email me. Excellent. Well, thank you for everything that you do for the lounge. Um, the way that we get noticed across the northeast is just absolutely incredible, and it's all down to your skill. And you've done it with no questions asked from day one. So thank you very much. Well, thank you for letting me. You know, oh. you could have chose someone else, but that's what I was feeling. I'm like, why me? But yeah, it's mint being on the team. I love it. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I'll let you get to bed probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll no doubt be chatting with you in, in a bit. So yeah. see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Lasses who lounge. And Reet is the Lasses who lounge. The Northern Lass Lounge for badass business lasses. Lasses who lounge. It's pure juice. It's the lasses who lounge. Are it?